podcast. I'm your host, Dave Infante, a.k.a. DJ Disappoint, your parents. And I'm reaching out auditorily to touch you through the internet from Fingers HQ here in sunny Charleston, South Carolina. The other day, I got a text from my pal Katie Way, the brain genius behind the indispensable newsletter, All Cops Are Posters. Friends of Fingers will remember Katie as my collaborator on a joint edition earlier this year about the breathtaking array of Blue Lives Matter drinking schlock available for purchase on Etsy. Katie, in addition to her newslettering, which you can find at acap.substack.com, is a writer for Vice, and she was working on a story since published about reverse engineering Four loco, the cult status malt liquor slash energy drink that was forced off shelves by government regulators a decade ago. Busybodies. Paper pushers. I'm just kidding. I think a couple kids died. But anyway, as Katie lamented in her delightful blog, she was in 10th grade during Four Loko's heyday and missed out on, quote, taking the full brunt of the original Four Loko craze directly to the forehead. On the other hand, your fearless fingers editor was a junior in college for this era. So she asked me to weigh in on Four Loko's cultural significance during the electrifying 2008 to 2010 epic after it had reached ubiquity amongst the most reckless sectors of the American drinking public, but before the FDA put a kibosh on its caffeinated formula. As a point of order, uh, in 2021, you can still buy Four Loco, sans caffeine. Uh, the brand even has a, quote, bartender series, uh, which I don't understand, but I'm nevertheless alarmed by. I wrote Katie a miniature essay about Four Loco's glorious moment, the Summer of Loco, as Foster Kamer recently coined this period on Twitter. She was gracious enough to include some select quotes from it in her piece, and I published the rest of it in a Fingers newsletter on April 18th, 2021. Now, as a bonus episode, here's Fingers' second ever, very exclusive, subscribers-only audio read. I give you, without further ado, The Summer of Loco. The year is 2010. Obama is two years in and about to get clowned by the Tea Party. In the next few months, Airplanes by B.O.B. featuring Haley Williams is poised to receive 3.2 bajillion minutes of play on your iTunes account alone. Vaping is in its fringy pre-jewel phase, and Big Tobacco still hasn't totally given up on capturing America's lungs of tomorrow with innovative new combustibles. So if you frequent the right bars, you might score a few promo packs of Camel Crush, those cigarettes that allowed you to downshift from regular to menthol from one drag to the next. Enter Four Loco. It hit the barely legal drinking scene, and the underage one too, to be clear, like an absolute freight train at the turn of the last decade. Technically, it arrived on store shelves in 2005, the brainchild of a bunch of Ohio State fratheads on a quest for the energy beer grail but it didn't achieve national distribution for another few years. With fruity flavors, an inscrutable name, and enough caffeine to fire up even the poopiest of party poopers, it was the drink of 20-something heavy users during this heady era. And make no mistake, this was the era for heavy-using 20-somethings, too. Conditions were optimal, especially considering the wall between real life and online was still mostly intact. In 2009, two years after the iPhone's debut, just 12.8% of Americans owned a smartphone. YouTube was four years old. Twitter was three years old. Instagram was a year away from being born. It was entirely common at this point for people to bring their many-hued Canon power shots to parties 
then literally upload the photos they took one by one to Facebook albums days after the fact. Having your IRL drunken antics instantly live streamed to the world in full HD was still a mostly incomprehensible future for your average shithead. I mean, the term IRL itself was only entered into the online slang dictionary, which is an urban dictionary precursor, in 2005. So this was a glorious liminal moment, and in it, the relative anonymity of the less online past collided headlong with a high-gravity beverage of the future. The thing I remember most about Four Loco, besides how quickly it got drinkers drunk and addled, was that it fit pretty well with my lifestyle in 2010. It was a happy coincidence that in hindsight also functions as an enormous indictment of my lifestyle at the time. To wit, in college I was a big proponent of alcohol-slash-energy pregame drinks like Sparks and Tilt, both of which were also eventually pulled from shelves under pressure from regulators. With the departure of Sparks went the DIY delight of Sporties, in which you drank half of a 40-ounce bottle of Old English 800, then filled it with Sparks for a sweet, high-octane malt cocktail. But if Sporties were brass monkeys for Generation Ritalin, Four Loco, and Juice and the other various chaos-in-a-can copycats that flocked to the market a dozen years ago, were all-in-one obliterative godsends for the Adderall set. As a quick aside, I know the distinction between which ADHD medications people were abusing at the time probably seems semantic if you weren't there, but during this period I swear there was a dramatic shift from Ritalin to Adderall as the prescription drug of choice for all-nighter pullers and party prolongers alike. Just throwing that out there. Where was I? Oh right. I spent scores of Saturday afternoons planted on my buddy's couch, watching TVO'd episodes of Nitro Circus, drinking Mickey's grenades with the Rebus riddles on the caps, and considering whether, or more realistically when, to crack a four loco for the night to come. And even once the original formula stuff was pulled from the shelves, for most of my early 20s, I was regularly drinking those little five-hour energy shooters before going out for the evening, which is appalling in hindsight. To me, Four Loco is just an extension of these two ideas. A glorious live wire mashup, side note, remember girl talk, of saccharine intoxicating form and unrelenting chemical function. I don't miss it in the same way I don't miss being a 22-year-old dipshit generally. But for a time, Four Loco burned as brightly in the American drinking public's collective conscious as it burned acidly through their collective stomach linings. Or at least in mine. I hope you enjoyed that bonus fingers audio read of The Summer of Loco, originally published as a newsletter on April 18th, 2021. If you did, please consider sharing this podcast with a friend or family member. And if you haven't subscribed to Fingers yet, please do that right this very instant at fingers.substack.com. Go ahead, I'll wait. It's free, and I'd love to have you. That's all for now. My name is David Fonte. I'm signing off from Fingers HQ. Thank you so much for listening, and remember, everything is hard seltzer.